every product that we were developing, we were like, what would be the best possible version of this product? kind of awkward. This is really <laughs> awkward, you guys. Hi, I'm your host, Maddie Morris. And I'm Elliot Morris. And you're listening to My, My Lash Two Brain Cells. And if you're a longtime listener, then you probably remember earlier this year, we filmed an episode. Well, it was last year. It was last year. Last year. We were, we were different people Listen, back then. Last year, we filmed a podcast episode called Why We'll Never Start a Product Line. And at the time, we meant it. We said it with our we chest. We meant it. Oh, absolutely. We meant it. So I was like, why would anyone start a product line? That sounds so bad. Not us starting a product line. <laughs> you guys, you guys, we were crazy back then. Okay, we didn't know what okay, we were talking okay. about. We messed around and we started a product line and it's literally almost out. We are so excited, you guys. And we're Coming here to so tell soon. you all about this and how our minds changed. Yep. I'm I freaking, I'm so excited. This has been, this has been in the works for... 10, 10 months, months 10, 10 months. months now we've this been is truly one of the longest journeys we have ever taken as a couple as business partners because the build out took us nine months yeah to build the salon yeah so this was even longer this than that. took even longer yeah than us building like uh lightheart studios which was like a million dollar project yeah well half a million half, who am i i don't even know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah that was like a half a million dollar project and it took us nine months this took us longer and it was exactly what I thought. I thought, I thought. We thought a starting a product line, that will suck. There'll be so much work. It'll take so long. We were right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it was so much work. I literally. And it did take so long. Yeah. And, and, in that <laughs> and it was, and it was so expensive. Yes. And at the time of us filming that episode, I had so many voices in my head telling me what I can and can't do in this industry, in this life. Right. I had so many voices in my head, you know, from people that have started brands, um, have failed at starting brands, own big brands, you know, all these people were like, it is so much work. You're going to dedicate your entire life to it. You're never going to make everyone happy. Um, let alone if you want to customize anything or innovate on anything or make anything like better than what exists, it's impossible for an indie brand to break into the lash space and succeed and make money and have customers. And everyone was telling me just how impossible and hard it was, how expensive it was, how much time it took. Everyone was like, it's a full-time job. You're going to have to quit lashing, quit education. You're going to have to quit everything and put your all into being a product brand owner. And so I was always so turned off to it, but you guys, something switched in my head and in my heart. And earlier last summer, um, it became a dream that Elliot and I started to entertain in conversation. Well, I think I think it really started when we were thinking really deeply about what Lightheart was and what the like mission and the goal of the company was going to be for the next five years, the next 10 years, you know? Yeah. And we decided after a lot of um, discussion and a lot of like soul searching that we wanted Lightheart to be a company that provided all the tools that lash artists need to succeed. And we saw that as our way of doing that was through education. And we were giving people the education that they needed to succeed because our heart behind Lightheart is to help lash artists live their best lives and, and build their best businesses and improve their lives in any way we can. When Ellie and I think of what we care about and what we want our like mission on this earth to be like, there's a reason why you've been placed where you are. And mm -hmm. Elliot and I were placed in the lash industry, number one, through me being a lash artist. Mm -hmm. And we were placed here to like give people better, give people more and mm -hmm. to serve people very, very well. We know who our people are. We know that our people are lash artists. And so we had done that through education and we went all in on making online courses, making them accessible to everyone globally. And, um, you know, pretty much everyone that listens to this podcast has bought something from us, like on the website, like we've really sold a lot of things to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and we know what our audience wants. We know deeply what they struggle with. We know deeply, um, what they need help with. And, um, then outside of education, you know, we built the suites, but we can really only serve like 
10 lash artists with the rooms and the space that we have available for them. We were like, how can we fill that gap in our business and give people everything? And it is through products. Like we need to give people products that make them better lash artists that make Mm -hmm. their jobs easier, that make them excited to be a part of something bigger. I feel like there had, there was a gap in the industry where like consumers, lash artists didn't feel like brands really like connected with them. And I wanted to kind of bridge that gap and be a brand that was over the top, encouraging and inspiring to lash artists and included them in our marketing, in our, um, in everything we do. Well, and I think because we started with education and, and also like the education isn't going anywhere. I think yeah. this I'm is still going, teaching. yeah, this is going to allow us, I think, to educate more. much better and a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we started in education, I think that has taught us and helped us learn to teach lash artists. It, it, it has helped us understand all the issues that lash artists face, like teaching thousands of lash artists and talking to thousands of lash artists has given us an extremely clear picture of what artists need to succeed. And we realized that just through education, we weren't giving people all they needed to succeed. And we, if we really wanted to help artists in every way we could, we had to include products in that because it is such a big part of how you do your job. It is. And so we, we were, when we started this journey in, into products, we were thinking, okay, can we associate, can we work closely with a brand to figure out, like, can we give our input that we've seen and can we co-develop products with a brand that will solve the issues that we see in the industry. So before we ever thought of starting the Lightheart product line, mm-hmm. we were actively trying to find a brand that we aligned with so clearly mm-hmm. and that we could um, basically be partners with mm-hmm. and, and help co-develop products and give to our students. Because a year ago, we were still very much of the uh, mindset that, you know, we want to focus on education and we still do want to focus on education. And so we, because we wanted, we didn't want to, you know, start dipping our hands into too many jars to where we stopped giving the best product with education. So we wanted to make sure that our education and our, our community still got everything they needed from us. And we, so we wanted to talk to, to look into working with a brand to, you know, offload some of the um, logistics and some of the um, really complicated stuff that goes along with developing products and running a brand so that we can just focus on the things that we're good at and that we're passionate about. But what we ended up finding was that there weren't, I mean, how would you say it? There weren't any brands that we aligned with Closely enough. Closely enough to have that partnership happen. And and I want to be very... I really tried. And I want to be very clear that we love so many of the brands in this industry. It wasn't that they were horrible brands. Yeah, this wasn't that like, oh, every brand sucks. We're going to do it right. That that wasn't wasn't our thing. I love so many Lash brands enough that I wanted to partner with them and that I I brought it up to them. Yeah, and we, we what we ended up finding was that really if we wanted are products that we associated with to be everything we knew they could be, we would have to do it ourselves from the ground up. Um, just because there were there were so many things with how um, existing companies are structured and just, just things that are decisions that were made in the past that we absolutely could not change, nor should we change with how some companies are run, that we would because we wanted to do it differently we couldn't we couldn't partner with an existing brand and and it's not because the brands are bad it's just because you know we wanted to do different things yeah and and so then we looked into you know we briefly looked into like uh white labeling from an existing brand and saying okay we'll do the branding we'll do the marketing um have someone else help us with the logistics um but again we ran into similar uh things where we just couldn't find a brand that would that would get us 100 percent 
the best product possible in according to our like personal um t- it, it, they couldn't give us exactly what we wanted right and 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 when when you're white labeling you know you can't make there's all, only so much there's customization only so much you customization can do there's only do. so much you can do and right one of the things that when we first started talking about doing products that we were absolutely certain of was that if we made products and we associated ourselves with a product line because I think our education is the best in the industry. I we I we work so hard to give students the best experience they can get anywhere. And so if we were going to release products, we didn't want to release a product if it wasn't the best product that existed. And so we went about developing every single one of our products. Once we realized, okay, we have to do this from the ground up. We went about developing every single one of these products to be the best and, and version I, of I that like product possible. That, and that's not putting other brands out. That's saying, I think ev- a lot of the leading brands out there, they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. What they put Absolutely. out there, like, this is the best and according to like what we want and what our students mm-hmm. want and what our, our clients and customers want. And it's the same thing for us. Like, mm-hmm. I think all brands kind of like have little different niches in the industry. You know, Mm -hmm. like I think some brands have like the best of the best pro maids out there. And some of them have Mm -hmm. like, they really, really focus heavily on like the quality of their liquids. You know, like every brand does things so, Mm -hmm. so differently. And that's like the beauty of lash products, Mm -hmm. right? Is that there's lots of different types of lash artists. So what's going to be the best for someone is going to be different for another person. Exactly. And we wanted the best for the people. Like I know my students so well, I know Mm -hmm. exactly what they want. Well, and we have such a... like we have a very particular way of teaching lashes mm-hmm. and and over the the years you have developed a very specific philosophy and technique and ethos around doing lashes yeah. and you you have a way that you do it and we have a way that we teach it mm-hmm. and in order for us to create the best products possible we had to basically customize them to that way of doing lashes. Yeah. So, and I, I hadn't found anything for, we, we source so many samples, you guys from oh, so many hundreds and hundreds, not over exaggerating. No. Was- we have, you should see the box of rejects. The box of rejects is gigantic. Okay. So I want to tell them kind of the journey of how we started doing this. Yeah. So number one, we actually got in touch with a few people that we knew of that were successful brand owners, some that, you know, wasn't for them and they tried it. Some people that thought it was a nightmare and we just kind of got like all these opinions and heard stories of, you know, other people doing it, which the good, was good, so, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. Which was so helpful to us. And I have so many brand owner friends that were, um, kind and open and willing to share their knowledge with me, you know, because they, they cared about us doing well with this. And I appreciate it so, so so much. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like I'm friends with people that run some of the biggest brands in this industry and they have been so open-handed, you know, with helping us with supporting us and doing well, which is the world to me. Um, which they absolutely did not have have to to. do. Yes. It's, it's honestly mind blowing to me how supportive. No, I will people say this till I die. The lash industry, lash artists, brand owners, the nicest people I've ever met. Absolutely. In my life. 100%. I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Um, and then we, we got to getting samples and we reached out to, I mean, just Elliot was up until we hours of the morning for months, just re- responding to manufacturers, finding manufacturers. We tried the Alibaba and the AliExpress and, and all the, all the things out there. We hired people in China to help yes, us find we, factories. We hired people in China yeah. to help us, us source things. That was actually that pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of the, you best. can hire people on the ground. Yeah. No, we <laughs> hired people like in these cities in China where yeah. like lashes are manufactured. We have a guy in Qingdao. I, we have a guy everywhere. Yeah. But let me just tell you, if you don't believe that we sourced hundreds and hundreds, like probably like what, 300? Yeah, about like separate companies, yeah. 300 like separate yeah, companies. Manufacturers. And, and had that all shipped in here to test things out. Um, we have a mystery box inside of our house that is just like, it's a giant Home Depot moving box mm-hmm. just filled with adhesive and tweezers and lashes and tapes and stuff from all these manufacturers. Yeah. And now when my friends come over, it's like a grab bag and I'm like, Oh, just dip your hand in there and, and pull out a yeah. whatever. I think, I think we it. spent probably like seven or $8,000 on 
like the original round of samples. And then I kind of lost track after that once we were doing like revisions and stuff. But yeah. like the first, I think rounds was around, I think eight grand worth of samples. That and we, it was so, that we got just it was to try so disheartening people. because none of it was good. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. None of it that was, was crazy. usable, yeah. right? Like none of it was something I would even use on yeah. people. Um, and I had, uh, I had, Mia over at the house and we would just constantly you're like well how do you test if it's good just me and my friends were testing it constantly mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the things that we thought were um maybe passable or like could be could potentially be something we would give it to our renters they would try it out they would give us feedback and we just kept sourcing and sourcing and sourcing and trying to find things that were what we wanted mm -hmm. um and would it kind of, we kind of exhausted much of the online lash manufacturing sort of world um then we we went in person. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went to Vegas. Yeah. We went to Vegas. We went to, uh, a, a B2B. B2B beauty convention mm -hmm. and it was incredible. That was awesome. It blew our minds. It blew our minds. We, it, what was really, I think one of the craziest things about going to that, not even like the lash related stuff, but like we saw the manufacturers for, for everything every single beauty brand that like you know of and it's like we we saw like it was basically like like a giant trade show where manufacturers and brand owners meet and they find like new formulations mm -hmm. and new packaging are we allowed to talk about this yeah okay and because it's kind of secret it's kind of like if you know you know yeah well it's and just an industry convention so it's like convention. it's not a thing that people who aren't like running brands right, right. like anyone could buy a ticket but like you're yeah. not gonna go because the tickets are expensive yeah you're not gonna go unless you're like a manufacturer or a and I a and I remember being like, oh, Elliot, it's an expensive ticket. It's right in the middle of summer. We have so much going on. Like we're doing all these things, and he was like, no, mm. I really think it'd be valuable for us to attend this. And it was. And it was. We went to a bunch of um like mini class sessions. Yeah, and their their sessions were really good. Yes, like we people, we listened to people from like Estee Lauder and um Milani, Milani, a lot and of like makeup company. A lot of yeah. Well, and so the other thing this this convention was like very. It was it, like. Obviously, the cosmetics industry is so much bigger than the lash industry. So, like, most of it was mostly focused around cosmetics. But, like, listening to a lot of these brands talk about, you know, how they run their cosmetics companies, like, how they think about influencer marketing and how they uh, set up their supply chains to be robust and, and how they, uh, like, uh, will start new campaigns to like launch products and stuff it was so fascinating it inspired me beyond oh yeah words. well I and, and the crazy the crazy thing me. too is like so many of the brands or so many of the people who are like talking talked so much about how difficult it is to start a cosmetics company like that was yeah. one of the biggest things that like People would, they would talk and they'd be like, hey, if you're like starting, this is going to suck. This Can, is going to be hard. Let me just tell you, every piece of advice that I got from everyone, they were right. Oh, like yeah. everyone that told me this is the hardest thing you'll ever have to do. It is going to be the most expensive thing you'll ever do. It's going to take longer than you ever imagined. They were all right. Mm -hmm. They were all completely correct. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, it's like, yeah, the build out was expensive, but it's like, it's one thing to spend like. 400 grand on a house or on a building where it's like it's it's like it real estate like real estate is one thing but then it's another thing to spend like three hundred thousand dollars on products or or i think it was ended up i still we still haven't you know closed the books for last year well i mean we kind of have but we still haven't figured out exactly how much we spent on all this but it's above three hundred thousand dollars for like the is product really? and Oh yeah. Oh, my oh yeah, God. for sure. For sure. Easily. Um, it's like probably in the mid threes, but that's like very different from spending that much money on like a building. And, what and you got to we do? We're like, if, if we, and also the other thing is all these brand owners that I talked to, they didn't start as like, we're going all in. We put everything we that have is, into That is this. true. Like you don't have to start it like we did, but in order to do what we wanted to do, then you do have to do it like we did. Yeah. Like in order to get this much customization and get things so particular like you have to have high moqs like high. like okay for example in order so one of the things that we will explain all the products a little later but one of the things but we, i'm just gonna yeah well we're gonna go through all the products but one of the things that we wanted to do with our our lashes is we did a lot of customization to the lashes themselves but one of the things that i thought could really be improved with the lash artist experience was the packaging that your lashes 
come in here. So one of the things that I thought could be improved is like, this is a luxury product, right? I wanted it to feel, we wanted it to feel like a, like you're getting your money's worth mm -hmm. when you buy this. Mm -hmm. And part of that was we needed to create our own custom tray for the lashes to come in. This was, this didn't exist before we designed it. You I, cannot find them. You can't find them. Like we have a, a design, we have a design patent on them. Don't even try. <laughs> um, but we designed this, well, I designed it, uh, drew it up like in CAD, in on the computer, in order to create a better lash tray. And so one of the examples of that, we have this like lip that goes down where you can slide your tweezers in without having to dig them in and then angle them to get your strips out. They're just, you just grab them. There's no, there's no lip that you have to get past. But in order to do that, in order to get this custom tray with a magnetic closure, the gold, the gold magnets, you see that? Mm -hmm. We had to order 50,000 of them in order to get this. <laughs> so if we weren't confident that we could sell 50,000 lash trays in a reasonable period of time, this would be absolutely like unattainable. We couldn't start with this, but because we're so blessed to have this platform and to have education that people like get use out of and, and we've been able to do all these other things leading up to it, it allowed us to start this product line in a way that wouldn't have been possible otherwise. Yeah, 100%. The education really was, uh, it's, it's been the driving force. Absolutely. Of, still is. It still is, yeah. Um, and I wanted to talk about after we came home from that convention, Mm -hmm. We, what did we do? Well, we, we got cracking. We had a lot of ideas floating around our heads. Yep, we found and a couple suppliers. We found a few we were excited to work with. That the lashes were the best lashes I had ever tried, as they were. They were the best lashes I had ever tried. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I sent them out to a huge uh, test group of my friends in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And I sent them a little secret note. It was very, like, secret. Sneaky. Sneaky. And I said they were completely just blank trays with nothing but the lash, not lashes. In we didn't want to color people's opinion. No, not at all. And I said, we are testing samples for our future product line. I want you to genuinely try these out. Use every single strip in the tray. Yep. And I said, I we want... We sent two options to two everyone. Two options. We sent them like an A tray and a B tray, which were slightly different. And we said, I want you to tell me if these are the best lashes you've ever tried. And if they are the best lashes you've ever tried, why? And if they're not, tell us why. And be so honest with us. It's not going to hurt mm. our feelings. We got all the responses back. And everyone said they were the best lashes that they'd ever tried. Yeah. And, and that was one of the questions that we constantly asked ourselves constantly. when we were developing them is every time we didn't time, want to be jaded like oh we're the best whatever we wanted to be no. honest with ourselves from start to finish yeah. every time madison tested lashes my question was are these the best lashes you have ever tried in your life and if madison was like these are pretty good i like these these are good lashes and i said but are they literally the best lashes you have ever tried in your life and she said no not good enough not, not good, good enough. enough and then finally we found one one tray the Madison tried and she was like, wait a second, something about these, these could be the best lashes I've ever tried. So found the manufacturer. We're like, Hey, we want to, we want to do a little customization. What are your, MOQs? and Elliot said, I know these are the best lashes I've ever tried, but how could we make them better? Exactly. And I said, well, all the lashes that you get come on a tape strip that you peel yep. off. And this one, like all the rest, I wish it was less sticky. Mm -hmm. I wish that the lashes were placed on so lightly and the strip was not very sticky and the lashes just, they, they fell off, they rolled mm -hmm. off and it wouldn't leave any fibers left behind. So you're just getting constant, perfect use mm -hmm. out of every single group of fibers you grab. But they also couldn't get come off when you brushed them. No, I didn't want them, to, but I also didn't want them to be as loose. Yes, yeah. that when you brush them, they come off the strip. I wanted them to be the best of both worlds. So we talked to the manufacturer and we, we, said, custom made, we custom made and custom got a new tape strip. Mm -hmm. So you can compare yeah. these to, to any other lash you use and they will roll off the strip easier. Yeah. Easier and, for you. Yeah. And so we wanted to, like, even once we found the best lashes, we were like, okay, these fibers are good. They're the perfect amount of matte. They don't, they're not tinted towards blue or towards purple or towards brown at all. They're, they're pure black. 
the finish is good. They hold their curl. They're very, very light, very, very fine. But we said, you know what? I think we can still improve the adhesive strip. We went back and forth. This is why this took 10 months. Yeah. Because we, <laughs> we, there was a lot of back and forth. Yes. And then finally we got to the point where we're like, okay, I don't know how we could make these lashes any better. Mm-hmm. That's And that's where we finished. We, we didn't finish on these are good enough. We finished at the point where we were like, I... I don't know of anything we could do to make these better. Yeah. And so... And then we thought, how could we have. make the actual tray, the full package better? Mm-hmm. And so then we custom designed a tray. I'll tell you guys about the trays in a little bit. I want to also talk about one thing we did that I think was pivotal in making this a line mm-hmm. that is the best it could be. Mm-hmm. Was we hired... We hired... Full-time yep. product line manager line manager yeah and uh yeah that was she started in august of last year and um yeah for the last how long has that been august september november december january the last five months she's been working for us full-time salary um she was our first like full-time employee by far our like highest paid employee we'd ever like even thought about hiring because we we wanted one of the things that like talking to so many people that we realized is like, this is too much for one person to yeah. do. And that's one of the reasons that so many brand owners burn out. Because it's just them and their man. Because it's so much. Like we would have burnt out too. Oh, absolutely. We, we have her who has like 20 years of experience working in makeup and fashion and skincare and yeah. sourcing and development and all this stuff. We found and Kendra. She, we love Kendra. Yes. And she was able to, you know, she's able to talk to the manufacturers at three in the morning. She's able to be like, Hey, yeah. we need this, 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 and this, like a spreadsheet, because not only do you have your lashes now, you have your custom packaging and you have your, pa- yeah. your shipping packaging and yeah. you have like all these deadlines and all these things coming from 30 different places. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be way too much. And we would drop the ball on something oh, yeah. because it's too much. Well, and also it's something that we'd never done before. Right. And so we, we didn't, didn't know, experience. we didn't know what we didn't know. And, and so that was the other reason that hiring Kendra was so valuable is that she, because she's done these product launches, she used to work for um, limited brands, the company that owns Victoria's Secret. And she oversaw them like bringing on a new line into Victoria's Secret. They acquired a sleepwear company and then they like integrated into Victoria's Secret. It was like the most recent thing she did. And because she had that experience, when we brought her on, we were basically able to say, hey, like, we have this vision for what we want the product line to be, where we want to go. We need you to help us get there. Yeah. And she said, absolutely. Um, we need to do this, 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 and this. And I was like, I didn't even realize we had to right. do do all those things. And so that was insanely valuable. That was, I think. Like, we big... wouldn't be here without without that. Yeah, that was one of the most important investments we made in starting the product line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we had to hire more employees. You know, we hired someone to do uh, warehouse fulfillment. We hired Katie full-time to do customer service. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest issues that lash artists have is they need things immediately and they need their orders perfectly, as quick as possible, no imperfections, no mistakes. And there's like, there's very little, in my mind, there's such little room for error when it comes to getting lash product. And so Katie is our customer service. She knows everything there is to know about these products, about how lashing works. She's a very successful lash artist. She's been a trainer for Light Heart for, gosh, what, like two years now? Yep. Um, she is basically just like me replicated. And I didn't want our customer service to take long. I didn't want it to be a robot. I didn't want it to be like a random email. I didn't, I needed it to be a human being that cares about our customers more than anything. And so she is full on as when we launch this product line. So your orders will be on time and correct. And if you have any issues whatsoever, they will be taken care of promptly and perfectly to your satisfaction Mm -hmm. every single time. We even have a a little chat window on our new website where you can put any questions you have in the chat window on our website and Katie gets a notification on her phone right that second yep. and she can she can chat with you right away. Yep. Um, because we and really- she's excited to. You oh. ever feel like a bother when you call customer nah. service? No, you're not a bother. We can't wait to talk to you. No, and, and that was that was one of the other things. That was one of the other reasons that, you know, we like, we had to do this ourselves is because all these other things that go along with running yeah. a brand, we wanted to- figure out a way that like, yeah, it's going to be more effort. Yeah. It's going to be more expensive, but like, I think it's worth it to do them better than, um, than it seemed like it was possible up until now. For the last three months, honestly, you guys, 
it's been a very emotional journey getting the physical products in mm-hmm. and seeing them in the flesh. Yeah. Because. Oh, Madison, every time we got like the first like production sample of something. I'm not to cry right now. Madison would start crying. Oh. Like I would, I brought in like our, uh, I brought in the trays when we first got, when we first got the samples of these trays, I, they, they got in and I brought them. Madison was like laying in bed and I, I brought them to her and she started bawling on the bed. She was so emo guys it's just so crazy seeing them in person and they're better than i could have ever imagined and good. the moment we had the boxes show up to the studios and we're we, we were there till midnight putting them all away on the shelves like i had lash artists the next day being like can i place an order can i place an order can i place an order like and i've just been running to the post office like shipping out these rant like these secret orders like mm-hmm. they are truly they're the i've used every i feel brand. like i've used everything every brand and I just, I love lashing so much more because of what we've created with these. Yeah. I love my job. I love seeing my friends love their jobs. I love seeing my renters love their jobs. I love seeing something that makes people feel excited. And I love that people message me and they're like, hey, I'm looking for this in a tweezer. Can you create that? Like, I know you're starting your your whatever line. And we've been able to like, take all of that input and actually make that. And I know that people are going to be so happy with this stuff. And so without further ado, I want to tell you guys about. About the specifics. The deets, right? Okay. So one thing that I was very inspired by is luxury makeup lines. And luxury makeup lines, when you walk into Sephora, the first thing that you see is their foundation shade range. That beautiful, that backlit display with all the shades of foundation. And I just, you guys know me, I love, I live for the aesthetic. I love the nudes and the neutrals. And I wanted something that felt carefully curated and beautiful and like it represented everyone's brand well right? Like when your clients look at your cart, they're like, wow, that is someone that uses very high quality products and they're, they're beautiful as well. Um, so this is what the lashes, so this is what the lashes look like. Oh, don't cry. This is C, C plus D, M and Brown. And if you're listening, we have a beautiful neutral gradient. Watch the YouTube video. Yes. This is a beautiful neutral gradient it has the gold foil light heart letters on the, um, what is this called? The back, the hinge, the hinge right? Um, and then on the front, there's really, really muted branding. It's just that little LH monogram. Um, I didn't want it to be like light heart, light heart, light heart on the front. Yeah. And I also, we wanted to blend in. And I didn't want the trays to be see-through because I didn't want people to be able to see in and see the like empty strips of lashes. Yeah, because once you're halfway done with the tray, it starts to look a little right. crusty. So there's you know? just this really neutral gold foil LH monogram. And then at the top here, you have these um, stickers with the diameter, the curl, and the lengths. But the goal with the colors was that you would be able to tell what curls you're yeah. looking at without having to look at the label. So right. it, it helps you find the lashes you need to find. If you look at your cart, you could have all your C's, all your C plus, all your D's, all your M's, and they're all going to be slightly different. So just your eye can catch what curls you need at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked on this Pantone shade range for months. Oh we gosh. went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We did. We did three rounds of revisions with the, the plastics manufacturer. Yes. To get this color palette was expensive and it took a long time but it was so worth it because it just looks so it's good thoughtful it does it was thoughtful and it looks thoughtful um when you open one of these trays of lashes one moment yeah find the full one. Oh my god i'm hyperventilating actually <laughs> um when you get one of these trays of lashes you're gonna open it up The lashes are beautiful. We have five through 17 millimeters. We have single length trays and we have shorty trays of five through nines. The M's and the Brown's are, uh, mixed trays. Yeah. Are eight through 17, right? No, they're, um, the M's are, or seven through, they're seven through 15, seven through 15. That's what it was. Seven through 15. Um, 
and they're just so gorgeous. You open them up, you guys, and it has this beautiful flat surface when you open it so your tweezers can go in without bending or without having to dig in the box and you peel up the strips of lashes with ease. Um, they're foil, foil back, back obviously. Obvi. Obviously, they're foil back. Imagine obviously. if they're paperback. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how, how embarrassing. How embarrassing. Um, they have this beautiful gold magnetic closure that's the same gold, you know, as, as these the, little- As our LH. As the LH. Our monogram. And they have these beautiful little stars in the corner here and this embossed star right here when you lift up the base card because you want to repurpose these trays and give them to your clients i know you guys want to throw these away so when you repurpose them and give these to your clients you pull up the base card and there's actually an engraved note a little secret message secret message for your, for clients. your clients i guess you'll have to buy them to yeah. find out what it is i guess you'll have to buy them and find out but that will make your client feel so cared about and like this tray was meant for them you can put your after card your your business card your spoolie in here whatever it is but it has that beautiful message for your client um the lashes themselves they're dark and they're matte black. They're not going to look fake or plasticky or shiny or glossy. Um, the fiber itself is the highest quality fiber on the market. It really, really holds its curl. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, they are lightly packed onto that light tape strip. So they're really going to peel off easily. Let me do that again. When you close them, you hear that luxurious little metal snap. Love it. Which is just fun. Love um, it. They also come in this like soft matte plastic. Yep. We um, also spend time figuring out how to get the best finish on the plastic. Yeah. Because there's so many options. Because you know how all lash trays come in those plastic bags and they kind of just crinkle and you throw them away. Oh my gosh. Wait, let me grab one. Okay. We wanted, to, Elliot was thinking about, Elliot really, I mean, you were just like, <sighs> guys, Elliot was the brains of this operation. He Thank thought of, goodness I'm so picky. He thought of every little detail that went into these. Tell them about the plastic right. bags. So- one of the issues that I saw with the current lash packaging was that when you like, say you're halfway through a set and you're like, oh, I need another strip. Um, but my tray that I already had opened is, uh, it's, it doesn't have that length in it anymore. Or it's maybe it's a mixed tray or maybe I just ran out of yeah. uh, my single length tray. So I have to open a new tray. You open a new tray. It's in the uh, polyvinyl bags, which are the clear, like crinkly plastic. And as soon as you start messing with it, if your clients having a beautiful lash nap, that's going to yank them right out of their slumber because you're going to hear the... <laughs> We're being dramatic, but we wanted it to be quiet. And so we found a better plastic. And so listen to this. It's a soft matte. It's a soft bag. matte frosted plastic. Ooh. You can kind of see it here, but it's just, I'm going to open it. This is the sound of me opening it. And it's right in the mic. So this is so much louder than it would actually be. Oh, and here I'm now, now I'm going to take it out. Beautiful, beautiful. This is, I'm crinkling the plastic now. It's oh. just, it feels luxurious. It feels Honestly, good in your hands. We wanted every single moment that you spend with these products to feel luxurious. The other, the other thing, the, the barcode stickers on these, don't you hate it when you get that like papery barcode stickers where yeah, you like yeah. hit it with your fingernail and it's just like, ugh. It's like, it's like fingers on a chalkboard. These are PVC barcode stickers. So when you feel them, it doesn't, it doesn't trigger you and it doesn't make you want to die. Feel that. Feel the, feel the PVC barcode sticker. Isn't that nice? That is a nice barcode sticker. Right. That's what I'm saying. This is the things people don't think about it. People don't think about <laughs> okay, it, but I, I do. Can I see that tray of lashes? I do think can about it. Can I see it. that tray of lashes? Okay. The other thing is I wanted people to get as much use out of our products as possible. I didn't want any part of it to feel wasteful or to feel like you're not getting your money's worth. So these are value packed trays, you guys. They are 20 rows. Elliot said, we're selling 16 row trays, right? And I said, how many rows can we stuff in this box? And he said 20. Well, and I 20. said, we'll stuff 20 rows of lashes in there. Um, so there are 20 rows of lashes in every single tray. And the other thing that I did with the mixed trays is I made sure I custom made each tray so that there is more of the sizes that you used most. I literally have been surveying all my students, all my friends, all my renters for this entire year. And I figured out what lengths you use most when you do a full set mm -hmm. or a fill. And so we, don't you hate when you have all these empty trays laying around, they have eights left in them, they have 15s left in them, and you've only been using the stuff that you actually use well you're gonna get use out of this entire tray right the 20 rows make this actually a very very valuable like 
budget option for premium lashes. So if you want the best lashes ever, but you don't want to waste any of them, and you're used to paying like say 17, 18, $19 a tray for your lashes. Um, these at 22 are actually the exact same price, if not cheaper than no, the leading. They're cheaper per row they're than cheaper like- cheaper per row than the leading- Than like premium. an 18 or $19 tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're buying like an $18 tray, these are cheaper per row because of how many lashes are in each tray. Well, and one of the reasons we were able to do that also is because we have like our own custom case. So yeah. we can have our branding on the outside and we don't have to, because one of the reasons that uh, most brands will use a 16 row tray is because they're using a generic a tray. Yeah, like a generic plastic yeah. tray. And so they need that space at the top for their logo and their branding. Was, so you know who's created. Guys, I'm so ready for the lash industry to like innovate and, mm -hmm. and do products better than they have before. Like I want this to be the start of something new for every brand. Um, and so there's no loud logo here at the top that takes up space for like five rows. Um, we filled it up and in our mixed trays, you have one row of eights, you have one row of nines, two rows of tens, three rows of 11s, three rows of 12s. You have three rows of 13s, one, two, three, four. Sorry, you have four rows of 13s. Because what do you use the most of? You have three rows of 14s of and you have three rows of 15s. So you get more bang for your buck. Period. Period. Um, well, I think we have thoroughly covered the lashes. Would you like to move on to our everywhere adhesive? Yes. The Perhaps. name of the lashes are the everything lashes, you guys. I literally, Elliot, I was looking at my notes and I wrote down in my notes like last May. Mm -hmm. I was like brainstorming ideas for our lashes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want these to be everything. I want you to be able to create every set. I want you to be able to do everything with them. And I want that word to be associated mm -hmm. with them. Like these are everything. These are just everything I've been wanting in a lash. There's nothing that I would improve on to make these better. Well, and also not only is it everything you would want in a lash, but it's one lash for every style. Yeah. And so, so it cuts down your inventory. So yeah. So because, and this is, was only possible because, you know, we started with education, like one of the hallmarks of our education with like angel lashes and, um, all of our wispy lashes and yeah, wispy workshop and like, uh, all of our, our, our education on like creating all these different looks with 0.03 millimeter lashes. Yeah. In the last like four ish years, I haven't touched anything above a 0.03 diameter lash. And you don't need to. Yeah. And, and we, we were actually like when we were, I, I guess we have a little more to say on the lashes. Yeah, I guess we do. When we, when we were deciding, you know, what fibers we wanted to use, do we want to use 0.03s? Do we want to use 0.02s? Yeah. We, we're trying to figure it out because we wanted to have one lash for everything. Mm -hmm. And what we saw was that 0.02 lashes can be kind of intimidating for a lot of artists. And because like a lot of artists are like, you know, I just started working with 0.03s. Like I'm just learning mega volume, like 0.02s. That seems even harder to work with. Uh, a lot of artists are like, you know, I think uh, 0.02s can, uh, it, it can be harder to make very, dark sets with them because right. they are so fine. And so what we decided to do was instead of offering, you know, 0.02s and 0.03s, we wanted to have, you know, the everything lash. And so we said, okay, can we get the softest, finest 0.03s possible that would give you literally every single benefit of a 0.02? Because one of the things about lash fibers is that they taper as they go up. So depending on how aggressive the taper is, you can have 0.03 millimeter lashes that feel very, very different. Like some of them, if they, if say half the lash is 0.03 millimeters and then it starts to taper after you're halfway up the lash, that's going to feel a lot thicker than a lash where only the very base is 0.03 and then it starts to taper immediately. And so what we did was we wanted to see how could we have the best of both worlds where we have, um, could we get a 0.03 lash that in all the ways that mattered, worked like a 0.02 lash, but in all the ways that 0.02 lashes maybe could be harder to work with or couldn't uh, produce dark enough sets would operate like a 0.03 lash. And that's what we found. Right. And that's what we did. And so there, I believe the future of lashing, like the way that lash artists are going to be making the most income and having the happiest long-term clients is if they're using light diameter lashes, mm -hmm creating a wide variety of sets, less inventory, beautiful, luxurious product that is always consistent, that, it, you know, feels amazing for the client. It's comfortable for the client. Think about 
these lashes and 0.03 lashes in general is it's going to be healthiest for your clients long term. Mm -hmm. And so I really think there's a huge movement behind it too of lash artists saying, wait a minute, I don't need to be using 0.07s for volume and 0.18s for classics and 0.03s for mega volume. I can just use this in so many ways um, to create all these different sets and it cuts down my inventory and I can make more money because I'm giving my clients the looks that they want that are way more comfortable for them and that after two or three weeks, they still feel light and airy and comfortable on mm -hmm. the client. And so I think that is just like the huge wave, the, the, the future of lashing. Absolutely. Classics are out. And everyone's getting on board with it. Yeah. And another way to help lashes feel natural and comfortable and very... Um, good on the client's lashes after weeks and weeks is by having a very premium adhesive introducing the everywhere adhesive you guys this is the best lash adhesive i've ever tried in my life um it by is far by far it's actually not in here oh that one's empty <laughs> would you grab it <laughs> that's so funny we got our adhesive boxes have, in today you uh, guys oh they're so gorgeous aren't these gorgeous wait, the real one in the house um yeah okay yeah. I'll, be, I'll be right back oh wait it's there's on one your right desk. there that it's one on my desk oh, there's one on your desk yeah so the everywhere adhesive, there are a lot of things that I wanted in an adhesive. Number one, I wanted them to be from an extremely reputable, great quality manufacturer that has been in business for decades, that has extremely, you know, intense quality control when it comes to adhesive. Um, they really ensure the quality of the ingredients because a lot of the time with lash adhesive ingredients, you know, they're like... Artists, we care so much about what's in them, but these factories, these manufacturers, they don't. And so they're going to be using, you know, whatever's cheapest and whatever's fastest to get. And they're going to be storing them in improper conditions, you know, everything like that. So we really worked closely with this manufacturer to make sure that we were using the best kind of cyanoacrylate for like flexible bonds. And we were using, you know, a certain type of cyanoacrylate that would um, end up being very flexible. I wanted an adhesive that was flexible, no matter if you're a beginner or an advanced artist, by flexible, I mean it's going to be drying to more of that rubbery consistency and you can go back and pop off stickies. It's not going to dry to that hard concrete consistency, whereas a lot of adhesives, you know, you feel that brittleness on your lash line and that's going to cause people to pick. It's going to cause people to overbrush their lashes. It's on your desk right here, honey. Where? On this desk. There's nothing on this desk. Really? Yeah, I gave you four. I swear I see it. I swear I'm looking at it. Am I not? Yes. Oh, well, this isn't empty. But, I mean, that works. Yeah. I just want to show them. I'm not oh, using okay. it. Um, I was talking. Here it is. I was talking about its flexibility and that we worked with a manufacturer that really ensured quality control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We found. So, one of the best countries to, uh, I think, two of the best countries to make cosmetics products in are Korea and the U.S. I think manufacturers in Korea and the U.S., from what I've seen are the best. Like you can get some really good like Italian skincare cosmetics, but I think a lot of Korean manufacturers are extremely like, like extremely evidence-based, yes. extremely like Korean skincare, obviously, like some of the best in the world. Um, and when we were deciding, you know, where should we look for manufacturers? We were looking primarily in Korea and the US and we ended up finding South a fantastic, yeah, they're not, <laughs> no, they're not in North Korea. No one's, no one's making lash extension adhesive in, in North Korea. I'm sorry. That was the stupidest thing I could have possibly <laughs> said. I was just trying to be in South Korea, in case anyone was wondering. I was just trying to be included in the conversation because I'm so excited. But <laughs> No, North Korea. Our glue's from North Korea. But, uh, but yeah, so we, we found a manufacturer in South Korea that absolutely crushes it. They gave us so many customization options. They very One of the things that we were looking for in a manufacturer was how well do they understand the lash industry? Yes. How well do they understand the science behind their products? Uh, because there was a lot of manufacturers in our experience that are like, these are our glues. And then when we start to dive into like, okay, why did you decide on this formula? Like, how did you develop this? What was your uh, testing protocol? Like, how did you, um, how did you, how do you develop your formulas? They, kind of broke down a lot of manufacturers and they're like, well, we just do, you know, whatever. We we're the just, best and we'll get back to you. We're the best. We'll, we'll get, get back, back to you later. later. But we found a manufacturer that was extremely communicative that was able to, um, one of the things that Kendra helped us do was um, ensure that all of our manufacturers had all of their um, certifications and all of their like health safety certifications and 
we toured factories to see, okay, who has the cleanest factories? Who, who has the best working conditions for their, for their uh, employees? Um, and we found a manufacturer in South Korea that was absolutely fantastic. Um, and we are extremely happy with the, the glue that we've developed with them. And they have really helped us to um, provide something that's like, I think, kind of unique on the market. Like one of the big differences with the Everywhere Adhesive is that it's formulated with ethoxyethyl cyanoacrylate, which is, um, some, it, which is a molecule that's not seen as much in lash adhesive compared to ethyl or methyl cyanoacrylate. Mm -hmm. So um, methyl cyanoacrylate, I, I may be getting a mixed up, but I'm pretty sure methyl cyanoacrylate is the smallest of the cyanoacrylate molecules. And so all cyanoacrylate molecules start with a head of like carbon and oxygen, and then they have a tail. Um, and then basically the way uh, cyanoacrylate adhesives work is when they come in contact with uh, hydroxide ions in water, which is just like something that's naturally in water, um, the tails of the cyanoacrylate molecules will, uh, will bond to the head of the next cyanoacrylate molecule. And then they'll form these long chains and then the chains get all tangled up together. And then that's what ends up happening when you're like curing the adhesive. So like it starts off as all these little balls and then the balls start sticking together and then they get all tangled up and then you get like a big, uh, then you get like a cured, it turns into basically a plastic. And that's why they end up being inert and they end up and they are uh, like safe for uh, like use near your skin. And um, ethyl cyanoacrylate is a slightly larger molecule. It has a longer tail than methyl cyanoacrylate. And so that generally causes it to be a little uh, more flexible because you have longer chains. So if you imagine um, you have a lot of really small, or a lot of really short chains that are all stuck together, they're gonna be really strong because the chains themselves aren't super long, so you can't pull those chains apart, but they, um, it can cause kind of a brittle product. And so in perfect conditions, methyl cyanoacrylate adhesives are stronger in perfect conditions. If you have two flat pieces of glass, say, or flat pieces of plastic that you're trying to glue together and you use a methyl cyanoacrylate and you have like a perfect bond, there's nothing in between, it's going to give you the strongest bond. But if you have imperfect conditions or say you have somewhere where um, your uh, subject is moving or bending, having it be extremely brittle like glass, even though it's really strong, it's not going to uh, give you as good of retention as something that's like a little more flexible, like an ethyl cyanoacrylate. Now, we're not using, well, our adhesive has ethyl cyanoacrylate in it, but it also has ethoxyethyl cyanoacrylate in it, which is an even longer molecule than the ethyl cyanoacrylate, which cause it to, causes it to be even more flexible. And it in our experience, and I mean, scientifically, like this should be the case, but we've also found it in like our experience with testing it is it provides a more rubbery drying consistency. And so the bond is extremely strong, obviously, like any cyanoacrylate, if you're bonding it well onto the natural lash is going to be more than enough strength to hold an extension on there for a very long time. Um, generally, if you're getting good application, it'll hold it on there until, you know, the natural lash sheds. Um, but it's easier to get a really good bond if you have a more flexible glue. And what we found is that it reduces, I know you can talk to this, it reduces the kind of amount that clients want to pick because it feels softer and more natural. This specific adhesive, Katie's been using it on me like since the summer and we've obviously like improved upon it and like, you know, gone back and forth with like formulations and everything. But this final formulation, my lashes have never lasted this long mm -hmm. between fills and I've never had lashes that are as comfortable as this, not because of anything that Katie's done differently. It's truly because the adhesive, when I go like this, when I wash my lashes, when I brush my lashes, when I touch them, I'm someone that lives with lash extensions, long, thick lash extensions, right? And I have never felt more comfortable because the adhesive truly, it becomes, it feels like nothing. I mean, this just feels like the fiber of the lash and then it just stops. There's no brittleness. There's no like crispies. There's no concrete feeling. Um, and when she breaks stickies apart on my eye, if two lashes get stuck together, doesn't hurt, doesn't feel like anything. 
Um, and what we noticed because those um, ethoxyethyl, you know, cyanoacrylate molecules, like Elliot talked about, because it's a bigger molecule mm -hmm. and it makes the adhesive more flexible as it cures, we have found that as a side effect, this adhesive works well in a variety of conditions and climates and that very wide variety very wide variety and it's not just like one of those things where it's like oh this is a wide humidity range adhesive no it is because of that reason and we sent this adhesive out with the blank packaging to that huge test group and it was a very wide variety of it was tested from arizona to florida to alaska to the midwest every part of the u.s we we didn't test it outside of the U.S. because, you know, you really, you get every climate type in the U.S. And obviously, obviously our adhesive needs like somewhat, you know, like there it, is. It's going to work best it's gonna, in a certain humidity range, yes. but it is workable in a wider variety. An extremely though. wide range. Like yes. we've, Madison has used it from like, I think, I think you start to get frustrated when the. Uh, humidity is below like 20%. Yes. I think below 20%, it starts to get a little harder. It's still workable. But I've, I'm actually, I'm extremely mobile, guys. I literally, I lash people on vacation. I lash people mm -hmm. on location for weddings, in, on their bed, in my studio, at my house, like wherever. And this adhesive, it takes a lot for me to get frustrated yeah. with it. I don't think you've, we've run into a, a situation where, where it's been I too can't. humid yes or where it's been too humid yes. you know and and it's like we've tested it up to like above 70 percent humidity yes. and it's still so we did worked. put on the packaging like what temperature and what humidity it will perform best in mm -hmm. but outside of that it will perform better and more flexible compared to um most, most alternatives others. yes yeah. um it is a black it is a medium-ish viscosity it has a 0.5 to one second dry time it's very it's also flexible. a very dark black it's a very dark black adhesive um which i like because i'm able to see what mm -hmm. i'm working with um and it is the best adhesive me and my friends have ever tried period period um to go along with our adhesive we needed a glue tray we needed something to put our adhesive on and i i like working with acrylic glue trays that's always what i've i've worked with best you know the little divots um it's what i have my students use i'm not a flower cup girl you know mm -hmm. i'm not a put it on the tape girl i am a a palette adhesive girl and elliot was like okay well how could we make it better obviously and i was like well they're perfect let's just better. put our branding on it and he was like mm -mm. how could we make it better? not good enough I said, i'm not gonna put something out there unless it's the because if, it if it's the same as like everything else is like why why make it which honestly elliot i have to like hype you up for a second i really appreciate that because if it was just me starting this brand on my own i think i would have gone as like simple and cheap as possible with it to be safe oh yeah but you pushed me out of my comfort zone at every single turn there were some times you guys where she was getting real frustrated oh, yeah. when i was asking how could we make it better she was was like it's fine we've had these beef. are plenty good i'm like no nah. we've had beef we can talk what we'll, we'll talk tomorrow sleep it off then we can cut we can revisit but this I, conversation i really like like god knew that i needed you in my life not just in my life but in my our business Aww. because you make me a better business owner and you make me of higher standards for everything for products for people for employees for friends like You're you so literally sweet. have the highest standards out of anyone i've ever met and I'm, I'm picky you guys i'm mad picky and i was all ellie and i are always like oh he got the stupid degree that he's never gonna do anything like, <laughs> well look at it well, now. look at me now elliot used the exact software that he like went to i did i used the same software i used design to design our product to design robots the, okay. to design, the design these lash products these lash products i hope people <laughs> so. love this stuff as much as i do because i want you to be like you've put so much work into this i mean i think it was worth it I think, I think it was worth it. I think they turned out really, really good. Like, guys, if you use these products and you love them, please don't just thank me. Don't just think of me when you think of Lightheart. Like, really, if you see Elliot in person, if you see him at Trader Joe's, give him a pat on the back because this guy worked really hard to make these things perfect for you. Um, they're star-shaped and um, they're frosted glass. The glue trays. And they're beautiful. About. There's 14 little stars. And um, we went back and forth with the manufacturer because you can buy, like, star-shaped glass glue trays you know, from mm -hmm. like manufacturers, but these are the perfect depth. We customize yeah. the depth and the shape of the stars over and over again, and they are perfect and they help you get snatch bases. Moving and on. And the glue doesn't dry out too fast. Yes. Moving on to our tweezers. We are also, this is not our full line. We're launching with um, a full line of products throughout the year. So this is our first launch. So the, yeah, this is launch number one coming 
April, May mm-hmm. sometime. We, we're not sure. We're still finalizing the yeah. formulas. Um, we will be also launching uh, Bonder, Primer, and Lash Shampoo, um, which are fully custom formulas, 100% made in the USA. We're very, very proud of those. But because we're doing fully uh, custom formulas for all those and we're uh, like we work with a chemist to design, you know, something better than has existed. And because Bonder and Primer are things that take a really long time to yeah. test, um, that's obviously taking a little longer. Took so. longer. Yes. But it it took longer because it's the freaking best, you guys. It's the freaking best, you guys. And so, if you're wondering. Coming soon. Coming soon. And it's so funny watching Elliot test these things because he's like dropping like Bonder in his eyeballs, like eating the Primer. Like no. washing his one of the body things one of the things with shampoo. the lash shampoo is I said no w- the number one requirement for our lash shampoo was that it cannot burn people's eyes. It has to be the gentlest. It has to be the, the gentlest possible. It's got to be more gentle than Johnson and Johnson baby shampoo. Mm-hmm. And so literally when we got the samples, I was squirting them directly in my eyes. I I'm like, we're gonna guys. be the judge of that. And you know what? And I got sensitive eyes, you guys. I got real sensitive eyes. Like yeah, a lot lash, of moisturizers, they'll like start burning my face. I'm like, ooh, not not for me. This lash shampoo, nothing. Mm-hmm. Feels like water. One of my most favorite things about this line, because it just is near and dear to my heart, is our signature Bestie Duo tweezer collection. These are the two tweezers we're launching with. They are called the Maddie and the Katie. Because um, if you know, you know, one of my besties in this world is Lightheart Katie, Katie Gonzalez, Katie the Lash Lady. Um, and she is a past student, turn trainer, turn Turn full-time lighthearted employee. And truly she has just like made me a better person. And I wanted to honor her through her own tweezer. And so these are called the Katie. They are an isolation and fanning tweezer. They double as both. And the Maddie tweezer is a fanning tweezer that is perfect for the flower bouquet technique and perfect for pinching. Um, they both have rulers on the back so you can measure natural lashes and no more marking your sweet spot this year, besties, because these are a sweet spot from tip to tail. The inside is not fiber tip, it is crystal tip for the perfect grip, meaning that it has a lightly textured inside, but it's not fiber tip. Fiber like if tip, you if you felt it, like if you ran your fingernail yeah. along it, there'd be no grooves that you could There's feel. There's no like with grooves, a fiber tip. so it's like when you're using fiber tip tweezers, which are popular now, you know how you kind of feel like once you get adhesive in your tweezer, it's really hard to get out. Mm-hmm. So this is more of like an etched, I would almost say it's like a crystal nail file. Like the world's finest crystal nail yes. file. If I was blind, let me tell you, hold on. If I was Helen Keller and I was feeling the inside of this tweezer, you could barely tell that it was textured, but it's just textured enough to grip lashes perfectly every single time. I'm not kidding with you guys. Your tools can literally make your job so much easier double as easy like if you're struggling to get lashes off the strip if you're struggling to make fans these tweezers will physically help you do a better job mm-hmm. easier they grip like no other and you never have to be like oh my lashes are falling through my tweezer or they're always kind of like cockeyed or whatever these will peel off perfectly even if you're not straightening your hands if you close this tweezer and peel the lashes forward mm-hmm. no matter how many you grab you could grab a thousand fibers of lashes of our lashes i have grabbed this many lashes She's, oh. she's grabbed the entire tweezers worth of lashes. Yes. And they'll, they all come off. None of them spin. It's perfect. They're perfect. And like, we're also, oh yes. Oh, it just goes along with like what we were saying is like we, every product that we were developing, we were like, what would be the best possible version of this product? And so with the tweezer specifically, we were like, okay, what is, what would a good tweezer look like? Well, a good tweezer would have a consistent sweet spot. It would have a big sweet spot. And when you have 100% pressure, it would hold all the lashes. When you let off, they would move smoothly. And we said, okay, what would the perfect tweezer look like? Well, the whole thing would be the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And when you have 100% pressure, nothing's moving at all anywhere. And when you let off, everything moves and glides so smooth and you can modulate your pressure so easily and you can fan stuff out like nobody's business. And so that's what we made. And we're also launching with micro swabs and spoolies. Micro swabs and spoolies. They're super beautiful, you guys. They're a nude tan color. Um, they're spoolies. And the that's the swabs. thing, guys. If you can think of a way <laughs> that we can innovate on the spoolie, let please, us know. please let us know. Because the spoolies, honestly, the spoolies and the micro swabs, those are the only thing where I'm just like, okay. The micro I mean, swabs they're, are the, they're the, prettier. The micro swabs are the best type of micro swab to exist because they they're the long tip skinny micro swabs um, that give you like just the perfect amount of product. Um, and the yeah. spoolies are tan and they have a white tip and they're beautiful. So they are prettier, but 
you know. If we can find a way to spoolies. make a spoolie better, we'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. So, you know, maybe we will, if you have any suggestions, we, let us know. We went over budget, so that's as good as it's going to get. We're out of money now. Guys, so. we, used, we used 100% of our brain power on the tweezers and adhesive and lashes. Yes. And so the, the spoolies, they're pretty. The spoolies, they're, they're pretty, pretty, but we're out of money. <laughs> truly. Um, yeah. You guys, this has truly been the craziest like business endeavor we've ever taken on and it's mm -hmm. all for you guys i hope that you can tell how how passionate we are passionate we are about this stuff guys you, we love them so much orders when you place your orders i hope from the moment you click checkout to the mm. moment it arrives to the moment you're touching everything and you're working with it on your client please know that that is like the coolest thing and you have made my dream come true mm -hmm. to have this product actually help people working lash artists to give their clients the best that they can get every time. That means the world to me. And I want to be, I want to be a great brand owner, but I only have that fire in me because we have great customers and you guys deserve mm -hmm. it. You guys deserve the best. You guys our audience and like the amount of DMS I get every day. Like you guys are good people and you want to give your clients the best and we want to give you the best to give your clients the best mm -hmm. and we can just make the lash world go around, right? Um, so if you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. I'll reply there. If you need customer service questions, then you can chat with Katie. Um, and I hope you guys love the stuff. It will be available to order. In February. In February. Coming in February, we will be announcing the launch date very soon, mm -hmm. but we are, we want to be 100% sure before we nail down the date that everything is in place for everything to go smoothly. So, cause we're not going to announce it and then be like, Hey, we have to push it. We back. originally wanted to launch this like January 1st. January 1st. We were like, no. And then we were going to launch at the end of January. Uh -huh. But guys, we want all the backend systems in place to be mm -hmm. dialed in for you guys. Well, also there was like shipping delays. Well, I mean, the biggest thing that pushed it back was that like we got in product that wasn't good enough. And so we had to redo it. That pushes things back. So we're not happy about pushing things back, but it is in service of providing. Oh, yeah. Remind me what we got in that wasn't the uh, boxes, the boxes. So the tweezer boxes yes. uh, were the we got wrong shade. That was like the wrong shade of brown. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, yes. It's, it it's such a little thing. It would be okay. But it's like, we're not about do it good enough. We're not about good enough. We're about doing it as good as we possibly can. So if it means we have to push our launch back by two weeks, three weeks in order to have everything be in place and be perfect, Worth then it. that's what we're going to do. Because, okay. you know, I we only get one launch. We only get one launch. And so when we're going to, when we launch, we're going to launch right. So I'm literally so nervous. I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> okay you guys well love, we love you, so, you much. so much we really do and um you're the best in the whole wide world if you buy our products and you post a picture of you using them i will cry so that's what you'll get that's what you'll you get, get you'll get a personalized picture of madison crying i will send you a dm of me weeping because that would make my day love you guys and love we'll you talk to you in the so next much. one and dreams really do come true and you can do all the things that you previously told yourself were impossible Smooches. Smooches.